This is The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Odds Couple, with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. Welcome into The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap. Super Bowl 57 edition. We're off and running. Two teams left. One game to be played in the 2022 NFL season. Alongside Mike North, I'm Carmen DeFalco. Back with everybody, Mike, and we are excited to give a pretty comprehensive breakdown of Sunday's big game. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, comprehensive. First of all, it's good to have Eric Ostrowski back. Congratulations on the new baby. Uh, Carm, it's good to talk to you. Everything's going well. And on top of that, 11-6 and six in the playoffs uh, for the odds couple. Ooh. I was 2-0 and oh last week. I know, Carm, you got edged out by I Indiana. Did. We go 2-2 two and two as a group. The bonus pick, I'm on fire, 148. Two in a row, be on again today with Carmen and Yurko. Uh, but uh, let's get the game going. It's been really underwhelming. I mean, when I uh, have to... Uh, look on Twitter or, 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 or I hear from other people that the experts that the Chicago people have on are Dave Watts, that Matt Nagy, and Jay Cutler. It's time to get the game going. <laughs> it's time to go. I mean, my God, <laughs> what going the on, hell? When we're going to Matt Nagy, that means it's go time. I, I think mean, that's you're right. Like, that's like hiring Sully to take off on Apollo 14. <laughs> I mean, enough. <laughs> I what am the glad, hell's going on? I am glad that we're finally getting close. You know, a week ago at this time, we're taping the show, and we thought, would there be line movement uh, at all? And we thought maybe there would be some, especially when the injury reports. You know, we got a better idea, uh, you know, this week. Well, not much has changed. I mean, we're still looking at similar numbers here, Mike, especially in terms of the point spread, where the Chiefs are about a one, one-and-a-half-point underdog against the Eagles. Chiefs are even money on the money line. Eagles minus 120 on the money line. The only thing we saw move was the total because a very big and influential betting group did come in early in the week and hit over 50-and-a-half. It did take the price out to 51. I saw another 50-and-a-half actually this morning, so maybe already a little buyback, but that's the only thing that's moved uh, are you surprised at that? And uh, do you think anything's going to change between now and kickoff? Or is this probably where we're going to settle, where the Chiefs are going to go off as a small underdog? Well, here's what I say, first of all, Carm. You know what? If those guys jacked it up uh, to 51, and then there was a buyback to get it back down to 50 and a half, it wasn't a little buyback. That That's means true. there was somebody big time yeah. that brought it back down and like that. Uh, I think that the discussions this week have been rather boring. I don't think you see stars on every team like you used to see in previous Super Bowls, whether it was the 85 Bears where there was a star at every position or the Dallas teams where you had Irvin, Emmett Smith. You have Mahomes. You have the tight end. You have Hurts. Is he healthy? Is he not? You talk about the offensive lines of the teams and stuff like that. But I think it's been, I, as a guy that's seen every Super Bowl, okay, every one, as a guy that, I mean, Lamar Hunt's kid said today, uh, uh, the, the owner now of the Chiefs said that the uh, first uh, Super Bowl uh, wasn't a sellout. It wasn't even called the Super Bowl. Right. It was right. the AFL-NFL championship, and then it was named the Super Bowl after he saw his daughter playing with the Super Bowl, mm. uh, the third uh, Super Bowl was then, I think, cashed in on that. It's a, it's a big game, but I think the two weeks have been arduous for people, especially when the NBA is stealing your thunder. Now, yeah. we know that the NFL is boss. We know that they're going to have a big, big 
rating. We know that everybody's buying squares. But here's what they don't know yet. You got to figure something out because they, you go to the Super Bowl to talk about the Super Bowl. And when you're talking about the NBA for three quarters of your time on the air from Radio Row, that's a problem for the NFL as far as marketing, in my opinion. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, the NBA did steal some headlines. Oh. I think it's because such big names were traded. Like the blow up in Brooklyn, I think, is what contributed to that, right? I mean, in, under normal circumstances, maybe the NBA a trade deadline doesn't take as many headlines away from the NFL, but this week it certainly did, Mike. I think you're right because Kyrie and Katie were well, both they're making dealt. a big deal about guys that you never even heard of that go into teams, and, you know, they just know how to market the trade deadline week, and the NFL hasn't figured something out where, you know, you send people, I mean, I see Radio Row, I remember Radio Row, believe me. I, I went to the first one. And, and there were the one we went to, Jesse Rogers told me the other day because I wanted to uh, get him up on it. He says, well, we were in a mall the first mm. time with three other stations. There were 12 total. And now there's hundreds of them. And, you know, I noticed that they got them spread out a little more, uh, the tables, because when I was down there the first year, I mean, we were loud. We were boisterous. And I remember and I got reacquainted with them when Jesse told me. Jim Rome sent his producer over to us mm -hmm. and told us to keep it down. Uh, that's and we told his producer to go F yourself, and we never <laughs> saw him again. So, I mean, basically, that's how it was. It was and, and I remember uh, other shows on our station battling with other shows because, of uh, you know, it's a quiet type of atmosphere now, especially if you're doing it in the morning and up at 3 o'clock in the morning. Well, that's you know for damn I mean? sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we got a lot to break down and preview uh, in this game mm -hmm. as we roll along here on the Odds Couple today. We're going to try to give you as many angles as we can, uh, help you handicap it a little bit, talk about some of the props. We still mm -hmm. will get ponies with Jim Miller a little bit later, too. We have a horse racing this weekend and some prep races. So mm -hmm. um, we're going to jump into that. If this line holds... Uh, and the Chiefs go off as a small underdog. Mm -hmm. This will be the first time in Patrick Mahomes' career that he's an underdog in the playoffs. In the regular season, when he's a dog, 6-3 and three straight up, 7-1-1 one and one against the number when taking points. Andy Reid with extra time to prepare, something that we've talked about a lot over the years on the odds couple. Mm -hmm. He's pretty much been a machine, Mike, 28-4 and four straight up in his career with extra time. Uh, that's uh, that's a remarkable accomplishment. Not nearly as good against the spread, but they're going to potentially be a small underdog but he's here. he's only got one Super Bowl, so the extra time between the Super Bowl and the playoffs, he must that, have fallen on his face. Well, two times, yep. Yeah. Two times he has. Um, one time I think he, you know, it's funny. Both instances. Well, weren't they in five eight NFC championships with McNabb, and he lost those too, but he didn't have he, two weeks to prepare. Right. You know? He went to four think. straight. He went to four straight NFC yeah. championships, and now he's gone to five straight AFC championships. It's right. remarkable. You know, he lost the Super Bowl uh, when and he was with the Eagles. He's got one Super Bowl, so is he a closer or not? He's um, not a closer. Yeah, I, I, I mean, listen. I, the, the last time they were in the Super Bowl, they, the, this team it was sort of hard to judge them. Patrick Mahomes was, uh, you know, had to have off-season surgery right. after the game, and their offensive line was down three starters. Okay, but I mean, Andy Reid has won one Super Bowl, and you just read an impressive array right. of times that they've been to the finals. He's not a closer. He's not going to – I don't think he's going to close this game. Mm. I don't. I mean, you know what happened to Andy Reid before Mahomes? Did, the, 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 the narrative on him – was he couldn't close with Philadelphia. Then he found this. Well, he's got he, the best player now. got the best player. And, and the best player, if he loses again, okay, he's only still got one Super Bowl. And what are people going to start saying? 
When did when did like winning a Super Bowl become well? You only won one. I mean, I get it with well, guys that when, never when won, Brady but won like seven. That's changed the whole narrative. And when Aaron Rodgers only won one, and everybody that's in the square media, I don't know, you know, all the radio hosts, anointed him from 2010 to 2020, the greatest quarterback in football outside of Peyton Manning when Tom Brady was in the league. And it just didn't happen. Yeah. So the argument so, is, oh, when did winning one Super Bowl... Uh, I know, just It's surprising to me how often now people are like, well, he's only won one. I mean, well, I, I, want, I won four hosts on air host awards. I wanted to win more than one car. <laughs> and you know what? They were voted from outside the city because I would have never won one. Okay? <laughs> you used to, they used to send the tapes to Boston, whatever. I won two Emmys. I wanted, I wanted to win you more. You want to win 10. I, don't, I never met a, a guy that said, you know, I won one. I never want to win again. Well, but, but I, I, I understand But I want to be praised. But I understand Like, I won one more than one. I understand everybody wants to win more, but I don't know when winning one became, well, that guy only won one. I mean, it's winning a Super Bowl. Well, that's how you rate your quarterbacks. Yeah, and I think, but I think you nailed it. Brady has changed he everything. changed it all. And he beat Peyton Manning's brains in. You know, every time they played almost an important game, I'm not going to say every time, but uh, like even Peyton Manning said the other day, when he beat Brady, he'd have his helmet off when he shook hands with him at the end of games because he'd know he won that game. I think he had his helmet on more when he shook hands with Brady at the end of games <laughs> than when he didn't. That's all I'm saying. You got you to gotta shoot for, you know, you want to be better than one time. Well, I think Aaron Rodgers would course. give anything to have three. Of course, no, of course, the every individual wants Doesn't more than that. Doesn't put Aaron Rodgers in a different category if he wins two? Yeah, yeah I guess if you win multiple, yeah. it does try to. It, it starts to change the narrative. Yeah, I mean, if Mahomes were to get another one here by the time he's twenty, not even twenty-eight years old, it starts to shape the narrative even more he's in the direction player, where he man. might be the best. Yeah, he's the best. I mean, look, I'm not taking anything away from him. It's not all his fault. I mean, Tyreek Hill's gone. I mean, the, no, the amazing, nobody's talking about some of his playmakers that may he may need this week. Well, and the amazing thing is, like, with Tyreek Hill being gone, how efficient this offense has been all season long. I mean, Kansas City comes into this game uh, with clearly the league's best offense, number one in DVOA, number one in EPA per play, success rate, yards per attempt, points per game, score percent. It's incredible. Um, they did it facing about a league average schedule of opposing pass defenses. So it's not like they were just feasting on bottom feeders all season long. Even without Tyree Kill, this offense became more dynamic and more explosive. Mm-hmm. You know, you've made the point Kelsey makes a huge difference, and he does. Oh. Might be the best tight end ever. But what Mahomes has done this year, and he won the MVP award last night, good for him. Uh, is pretty incredible just how efficient this offense has been all year. Yeah, but you know, I remember he gained 500 yards running backwards. When he's played uh, in the Super Bowl, well, you know that last I, it, time. Yeah. I keep hearing that their offensive line, the Eagles' offensive line, defensive line, is superior. Mm-hmm. We'll find out about that. I think as a skill position, players have to come into play here. Yes. You could have great blocking, but if you throw two picks or you fumble the football, what good does it do? You know, I, I think the Eagles have the more talented team, top to bottom. I just think the Chiefs have the better, the best player right I now. I think they you have know? the two best players. I think uh, Kelsey. You might be right, and I think Mahomes are yeah. your two best players. But you might be right about that. Kansas City's got banged up receivers. Yes. Okay. Um, I have a surprise for everybody at the end of this show on a couple different fronts. The prop bets. I'm not even going to go there because I know that there's a lot of them out there. I looked at them this morning. Lots. 
I mean, my God. It's almost I mean, that, too many. It looks like a Harvard term paper, right. and I never went there. It would scare me just to look at it. I'm in squares. I'm in two expensive squares. That's how I'll spend my time. Those are prop bets that you want to win. Yeah. Especially some of these payouts. But, but you know, people that are betting all these prop bets, I don't know how you even decipher which one you're going to uh, take. It's, it's gotten too much. I know. There's too many. There's like 3,000 of them now. I like the game, and I like the total. There we go. The That's old it. school. I love it. Old school. We got best plays before we're done. Don't worry. We'll give you those a little bit later. Uh, Luke Pergandy is out enjoying the festivities in Arizona. What a week to be in AZ with the, yep. the Waste Management, the Phoenix Open. They got the game, of course. This weekend in Glendale. We, we worry about him getting oh, back uh, healthy. Come home in a body bag. Uh, <laughs> we'll talk to Luke coming up next. Jim Miller's got ponies later. We got more breakdown. We'll dive into this game coming up. Got plenty to do. Don't go anywhere, folks. We are the Odds Couple presented by Props. This is the Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. Welcome back inside the Odds Couple, presented by Prop Swap Super Bowl Fifty Seven Edition. Mike North, Carmen DeFalco, with you, and it's that time of the show to say hi to one of our favorites. He joins us each and every week to tell us what's hot at Prop Swap and what a weekend it's going to be for the website and the app. Make sure you download that app. Uh, it's a free app. Put it on your smartphone and get ready for the big weekend, uh, the golf and the football. And taking it all in is the one and only Luke Pergandy. Luke, you're going to be tired when you get home. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. How we doing? Luke Good. is in Arizona. We, uh, Yurko and I talked to him a little early in the week yep. before he left. Um, so far, were you, were, did you go over to the golf tournament today? one yesterday, yeah. Luke? I thought I saw you there. Yeah. Went, yes, sir. Went yesterday. Um, went to hole 16, the infamous part three. Um, that uh, everyone, you know, people are making side bets just sitting there in the stands. It's it's a sight uh, to be seen. It's it's a really fun experience. Obviously, the most attended golf tournament in the world. And uh, yesterday was a nice start. What is the? I don't know. You've only been there for you know maybe a day or so. But what is the buzz like? Uh, you know when. This tournament is always played on Super Bowl weekend, but when it happens that the Super Bowl is being played in Glendale, I mean, the, the, the Phoenix, Scottsdale, Glendale metropolitan area, what is the buzz like with the, you know, one of the world's most popular and well-attended golf tournaments and, of course, the biggest game in North America, uh, the Super Bowl being played there this Sunday? Yeah, so, I mean, the waste management is always, like, one of the best, sporting event that I've ever been to. Um, but then later in the Super Bowl, you have Baker Mayfield walking around yesterday. You had, we saw Ryan Fitzpatrick. Um, there's just more NFL-focused athletes that will come to this thing, but it's always there's always a ton of celebrities at this golf tournament. But obviously later in the, the premier football game on Sunday, you're going to get a little bit more football athletes down here. You know, they had the awards last night, a lot of tickets bought on Prop Swap, a mm. lot of odds, yeah. a lot of things that were surprises. Uh, I know one of the surprises that people are talking about, the New York influence comes into play. Uh, Debo gets the Coach of the Year award, and, uh, you know, you look at what he did, it was amazing. I don't want to hear, you know, they played an easy schedule or whatever, because, that, you know, the Giants were, weren't picked very high at the beginning of the season, but... Uh, a lot of people see, seem to think they got it wrong. Peterson was one of the guys they thought should have been mentioned. The guy from Philadelphia was doing mm-hmm. great until Hertz got injured. Were you surprised by Dable? And did people get rid of Dable tickets or try to sell them on Prop Swap thinking he might not get it? Yeah, yeah. We sold tons of, of award winners from last night. Mahomes to an MVP, Dable yeah. to win, Coach of the Year, uh, Bosa, Defensive Player of the Year. So. Um, yeah, we sold tons of that. I hear you. I would probably lean Sirianni or Doug Peterson. I've gone to my head. I probably would have picked Peterson, but 
obviously I don't vote, so it doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, just Pe- what Peterson did with that roster, in my opinion, was and obviously in the second half of the season he played the, the Jaguars much better than the first half of the season. Um, so I, I would have leaned Doug Peterson, but um, you know, Dabble did it with Daniel Jones too, and he's yeah. in my opinion the subpar quarterback. So Good point. What do you guys find come Super Bowl weekend, Super Bowl Sunday, Luke, uh, are the most popular types of tickets that people will be looking to buy and sell? Yeah, so we're selling a lot of player to uh, score the first touchdown. So X player to score the first touchdown. Boston Scott is like 30 to 1 mm-hmm. right now. Um, Travis Kelsey, of course, uh, defenses, as we've discussed on the show, defense just refused to guard Travis Kelsey. So he's. <laughs> Basically, as close to free money as you can get. He's three to one. Um, yeah, yeah. It just—I just don't understand. I get it. Like he's just—he'll—he'll he'll fake block and he'll, he'll block for two seconds and then flip out. I understand. They don't like, double him. I just right. I don't understand why you're not doubling this guy. I, if um, if Sirianni comes into this game plan and doesn't do that, he's he's coaching for a loss. So um, yeah, so tons of Travis Kelsey tickets. Um, we have a ticket on the birds on the Eagles at minus one seventeen. I'll cost you eight hundred bucks. They are minus one twenty two at FanDuel. So that's yeah. a good price. Um, again, just tons of different props. I mean, you name it. Who's going to win the coin toss? What color is the Gatorade bath going to be? Uh, Gatorade bath has been yellow uh, when on Philly's side. When Philly won the NFC Championship, it was yellow, and and when Philly beat the uh, Giants, it was yellow. Um, and then the Chiefs have been red. So a little more value there if you want to pick a winner. It's obviously not a guarantee that they're going to continue with those colors, but you'll get a little bit more bang for your buck if you pick the Gatorade color instead of just picking Moneyline. Uh, and then lastly, I continue to think that picking an MVP ticket on PropSwap and then flipping it yes. when that guy has a good yeah. first half of the game mm. is the move. So like we've discussed, Travis Kelsey is like 12-1 yep. to one yep. to win Ooh. MVP. He has a touchdown in the first quarter and, you know, another long catch in the second quarter. Flip that for seven times what you paid for with a click of a yeah. button. Yep. Obviously, if you bet in the Chiefs' money line, you're only getting plus 105. So just way better return for your money if you want to buy and sell in-game, which happens every year. Yeah, I, I know that, what yeah. it was. It was 3-1 to one that he'd get the first touchdown. First touchdown, 3-1, to one, yeah. Touchdown. And I think yeah. Luke's right. Like, uh, look at Kelsey, who double digits, right? Miles Sanders is 28-1. to one. If Miles Sanders breaks a long run or a touchdown mm-hmm. early yeah. in the game, I mean, think about it. That's when then you get uh, to the site, you post it, and you, and you flip it, you sell it, because uh, I yeah, think that's I, the way to play those the, the, those uh, prop bets. Totally. Uh, that, uh, Total. Hassan Reddick yep. is thirty to one right now. Yep. I think back to the Eagles Super Bowl five years ago when Brandon Graham, they call him BG, when he was gonna he had that strip sack of Brady at the end of the game, like yeah. you could have made a ton of cash as soon as that play happened by betting on him and then flipping it on props off. Like there's there's just way more uh way higher ROI ways yep. to make money on this game versus just taking a traditional money line. Yeah, absolutely. Luke, enjoy the weekend. Uh we're we're envious. Uh, it's going to be great. Enjoy the golf, enjoy the game. Have fun uh and we'll talk to you next Friday, buddy. Thank you, Carmen. Bye, Mike. Oh, Luke, don't get sunburned. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. SPF 50. Uh, what a weekend it's going to be out there. Oh. Mahomes is a slight favorite for MVP at plus 125. Hertz is plus 130. And then everybody else stretches out to double digits. Mike and I told you about this a little bit last week. Quarterbacks and wide receivers have won six straight Super Bowl MVP awards. The last defensive player to win was Von Miller in Super Bowl 50. 
Um, since 2019, quarterbacks and wide receivers have won the award. 19, folks. The last running back to win. The other players are defensive players, by the way. The last running back to win. You got to go back to the last century, the last millennia. It well, was Terrell this, Davis in Super Bowl 32. Oh, that is the last century. Believe me when I tell you this. <laughs> I, I, was still, I was still jogging at that point. You know what I made uh, when I had to go across the street? Now I barely make it. Uh, that, that's a long time ago. I, I got to ask you something, though, Carm. Because yes. people go, Mike, how do you and Carm do it? I mean, you're the inflation fighters every week. Yeah. I mean, we got compliments this week. We win. Because we asked the question. You know, Philadelphia's favorite. Ah. But Mahomes is favored for MVP. Right, slight favorite. Kelsey's three to one. Andy Reid. And here's the best one of all, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, that's right. Come towards me, kids. Here's what I'm going to tell you. When I hear Mahomes is 16 and two in his last 18 against the NFC, I'm wondering how he's not favored. That's Mm. just me. Mm. Maybe I'm wrong. What is that about? I that's a good point. I mean, I think I a lot get it. a lot of it I think goes to in most places Kansas City opened as the quick short favorite and then a lot of professional betters just immediately grabbed the Eagles and started driving the price down you to know, There were people that bet against the National League back in the 70s and 80s in the All-Star game and mm. they won like 16 games in a row. The National League back then, yes. yeah. So what my point is, they were mm. waiting and betting for them to fall. And Mahomes has got so much going for him. And you see the record against the NFC. You hear about the easy schedule for mm. the Eagles. Yes. You hear yes. that their strong point isn't their quarterback, even though he's one third. You're hearing about the offensive and defensive line. Unless one of those guys picks up a fumble and runs for a touchdown, I'm trying to figure out why is Mahomes a dog? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm trying to figure out. When all these other prop bets have really linked Kansas City, right? I know, I know what you mean. Most of them, uh, most of them do. They I mean, do. Uh, the, and know, by the way, Gronk. Somebody said that they saw Gronk at uh, on Radio Row. Yes. They couldn't believe how big he is. And when I say that, you know. Brady lost his man, who was as good a tight end, even as good as Kelsey in the red zone sometimes. Agreed. I cannot believe that they're not favored when, like Luke just said, and, and, you know, they won't even double team Kelsey. It's ridiculous. He Kelsey joked yesterday. They said, well, why are you always open? And he said, Andy Reid, baby. I mean, they do use him in so many clever ways. In line, slot. Good. Out wide. Good I mean, point. but you got to have a talent they like move that. Him around. You got to have a talent like that to yeah, be able to it. do it, though, right, Mike? I mean, that's yeah. what makes him special. Absolutely, it's what and, makes him special. Well, then why? <laughs> once again, we named the two best players. Yeah. in our opinion, right? And once again, and they're, folks, fa- and they're an underdog. Yeah. Look at the resume. Our opinion matters. <laughs> I, <laughs> Mahomes, Kelsey, Chiefs. Uh, uh, they travel well. It's sixteen and two, <laughs> and they're dogs. And they're dogs. <laughs> All right, when we come back, we're going to get more into uh, the matchup here. want to talk about a few of the key things, offense uh, versus defense, that Eagles pass rush, and if it's going to be able to get home. So we'll kind of dive into some more of the numbers and some of the metrics coming up. Jim Miller a little bit later on, plus our best plays before we're done. Don't go anywhere. More to do. We're the Odds Couple. This is the Super Bowl edition. We'll be right back. This is the Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000.
Welcome back inside the Odds Couple presented by PropSwap. Mike North, Carmen DeFalco. Follow us on Twitter. Mike is at North to North. I'm at Carmen DeFalco. Simple as that. We're with you every week. You can catch up on demand all weekend long on the ESPN Chicago app. You can listen Friday nights at 8. Be on after a Tyler Rocky on this Friday. Normally after Black and Abdallah. And of course, Saturday mornings again at 8. So plenty of chances to listen and catch up. We are breaking down Super Bowl 57, Chiefs and Eagles. You know, we've hinted at this a few times. The Eagles' ferocious pass, a pass rush. Excuse me, Mike. It has been something this year. Uh, best in the league in terms of total number of sacks. They had 20 more sacks than anybody else. It's great. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think yeah. they did. They had 50 more than the Bears for crying. 50. Yeah. They had 50 more sacks. Right. Not only did they have the most sacks, they had the best adjusted sack rate. So that takes out just the counting stat and tells you that metrically, on a per-rush basis, they were better than anybody else. But I will tell you this, no quarterback in the NFL was better at avoiding sacks this year than Patrick Mahomes. That's right. Number 15 was sacked on only 10% of opponents' pressures. Uh, so that is now how much Get is it? dogs. Yet they're dogs. I know we keep saying that. It's amazing, isn't it? <laughs> That's my new theme for this year. We keep saying it. No quarterback was better at avoiding sacks this year. Now, you do wonder how much the injured ankle comes into play. He says he feels much better than he did going into the has AFC. But a bad shoulder. Well, that, and, and I'm going to get into that with you, too. Because yeah. when we flip the sides of the ball, I do want to talk about Sounds that. Sounds good. He says he's healthy. Now, of course, he's not 100%. They're not even going to try to fool you into thinking that he's 100%. A high ankle sprain takes a month. Now, but the, this is where the extra week is really going to benefit, I, I think, Mike. He said he feels a lot better than he did going into the AFC title game. No kidding. He's had that extra week to prepare. If that ankle holds up, can Mahomes work his magic and do what he can do to avoid that ferocious Philly pass? Rush? I'm trying to figure out the 49ers right now. They got screwed. They know it. And they're selling wolf tickets after getting their brains beat. And even though their quarterback got hurt because of the other team's pass rush. Right. And yet they're saying if Purdy had played, Purdy, forget about the other quarterbacks. If he had played, they would have beaten this team. Uh, they, they, they're they talking about the Eagles jumping routes. Uh, they had a plan and everything else. I have never heard a team sell wolf tickets that lost that badly. Mm. And I understand they were against the wall. But, but. Philadelphia did have an easy game mm-hmm. that they weren't anticipating. And and I, I don't think – I think Philadelphia has got a chip on their shoulder after hearing that. Mm. I mean, if Philadelphia wins, I, I basically San Francisco to me sounds like they're saying they should have beaten Philadelphia if they don't have an injury. They even an with injury. Purdy, and they're going to beat Kansas City. Yeah, I know. They're so like, if, they're why would Philadelphia board. beat Kansas City? They're putting bulletin board material. Oh yeah, they're not there. even playing. <laughs> they're not playing. Right. Kansas City's probably like, shut up. <laughs> That's like me in seventh grade telling my classmates right. I went on to eighth grade laughing at them. Good, I got new friends. No, <laughs> no it doesn't work that way. Exactly right. <laughs> That's a great point. It's unbelievable. Hurts his shoulder. You brought up Hurts his shoulder yes. since the injury. That was the Bear game, late December. Twenty-five twenty, baby. Don't push us. Since the shoulder injury. We've seen a few things. Yes. Uh, a hesitancy to throw the ball deep down the middle of the field. Not a great game last time out. Not a great game, Mike. You're right. 
Now, he did run the ball more than I thought, obviously. Absolutely. It was and, you, re- and your wallet will prove that. And it was all on that last drive, that last touchdown yep. drive. He had only five rushes in every other drive combined. For some reason, Sirianni went nuts and gave him six rushes on that drive. You know how you say to me, once in a while, throw me a tough question. And I mm-hmm. say, okay, I'll come up with something. Time. I'll try. Uh, my deal is with Philadelphia. If they, if San Francisco challenges that call, Oh, yeah. Devontae Smith, which they blew. They blew that. Once again, a 49ers. It was your own coaching staff that didn't call for a replay when Devontae Smith was running back home. Let's get the play. It was the dead giveaway, Mike. Right? So let me ask you something. They don't get that touchdown. They call it back. It's 14-7. to Now, Purdy did get hurt. But there's more hope there, is there not? Yeah, there is. Like, it it might not have mattered because of what happened with the quarterback situation. But it situation. changed things, didn't it? But, and listen, I think you're right. Mm-hmm. And Yurko's been saying it, too. The, the, the telltale sign was Devontae Smith. And the other thing to remember is, you know, you could say, well, Shanahan didn't want to burn a timeout on the first drive. It was fourth down. Oh that was a God. fourth down play, Mike. They get the ball at midfield. That's right. I mean, and so I think on. you bring up a good point. Now, it you might not matter. that football then. And I know, Siri, here's the thing I'm worried about with him. That idiot, and I mean idiot in a good way, unless it doesn't work, <laughs> I, I, he may go for it from his own 38. He goes fourth down a lot, Carm. He does. They go Is for fourth down a lot. Is he going to change because of the magnificence of the game? I don't know. They're the oh. be- that's, a good, that's a good question. They're the best fourth and short team in the league. Yeah. He goes they won for it a lot. because of that, a lot of games. I know. He goes for it a lot. Look, no team ran the ball better than Philly this season. No. Eagles ranked number one in the NFL in rush EPA per play, rush DVOA, rushing success rate, expected points added. Chiefs, a little bit below average, even into the low 20s in some key metrics, 22nd in expected points, 21st in line yards. They were about league average in rush defense DVOA. You do got to wonder here if the Eagles find a lot of success on the ground, if that's their best path to victory, considering Hertz's shoulder, considering the fact that when Hertz has had to play from behind or throw the ball in the fourth quarter of close games, he hasn't been nearly as good. The Eagles have been in so many blowouts, it's hard to know what's going to happen if they do find themselves in a one-score game in the well, fourth quarter, Mike. Uh, this is the best team they're going to play all year. Yes. By a long shot. Yes. I just want to ask my friends, Tony Bruno in Philadelphia, Angelo uh, Cataldi, Anthony oh, yeah. Gargano, all my guys out there. All I know guys. them very well, love them. We get along, we have fun. The Eagles got to go back to their old colors. Okay. They you used like to that have better? a Kelly Green. The Kelly Green. They yeah. used to Pete Rutzlap. Right. I mean, you'd get them in football cards, yeah. they jump out at you. The, 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 is that the worst green you could possibly have? I like the old the old school Kelly Green oh, better. Oh my God. Like the old Ron Jaworski, you know, yes. with the old logo. Even too. the Vikings. They're not yeah. purple anymore. They're right. like bluish purple. Come on. It's like the color. Let's get rush. it together. Yeah. What's the matter with you guys? That's what that's the thing that bothers me. Right. I, I love how that's got you bothered going into the Super Bowl. <laughs> That's phenomenal. Oh. Do you want a? Uh, do you want a? Speaking of like what happens in a close game in the fourth quarter, mm-hmm. you want an amazing stat. This is on. I love amazing uh, stats, Mike. This that. is something. Yeah, Mahomes, ninety-three games. Okay, that includes the playoffs. Ninety-three career games. The Kansas City Chiefs have led or with uh, or have been within one score of the lead in the fourth quarter. Ninety of the ninety-three games he's played. Think about that. Let me that. tell you something. And they're not favored. <laughs> Wait a minute. Let me ask you this. Let me You're ask starting you to make me think that 
I'm on the wrong side liking the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, you're the guy that gives me the travel brochure, says we're going to Alaska. We end up in we end up in the Antarctica. I mean, I don't understand that. All these things point to the Chiefs. I, I, I'm I'm beside myself with this. I think everybody you know what? There's there's a way. There was something on Twitter today. This girl slid down a banister, didn't know there was a pole oh, at the God. other end, and oh, she ran God. right into the pole. Oh my god. Okay, as she was looking at the camera the other way. Why do I get the, the feeling there's an ambush by Philadelphia coming mm. I've been here. And by the way, if you're going to pick a score, try not to have it and land on 51. You know how many 27, 24 scores I've seen? Grow a set. Take up. You're not. Nobody cares. I, I, I guess people are just playing the like they're playing the oh. common outcome game. Right. Is that why? You know Give me I mean? ten to one. If it lands on fifty-one, you pay me a hundred out of ten. I know, right? I know. Come a, on. A, a lot of games in the NFL historically forty-eight, fifty-one. They're those key numbers. Maybe they're just playing the odds. Well, do they know. know that the average uh, score? I think the average over the years has been thirty-point victories. Wow. You know, the, the Super Bowl used to be nothing. It used, to, used to be blowouts, Mike. Blowout remember? after blowout after blowout after blowout. It's a little bit closer lately. Seven yes. of the last twelve games have been one-score games. So I look, actually almost sixty percent. I heard this one guy, Ross. Tucker. He comes out and he goes, I'll tell you what, fellas. Oh, I heard this. He goes, I got yeah. you. I'll tell you what. I got uh, I, I like uh, the Eagles. I really do. The offensive line, defensive line. Unless it's close. And, you know, Mahomes. Right. Hey, just pick the game. Pick, you got to pick the game. Pick the game. Like, what's going to happen? We're trying That's to, what the odds couple we're trying does. To pick the game. We don't hem and haw. That's right. We don't clap for people. That's right. When they do that. I'll reiterate one other prop that Mike and I kind of got into this last week a little, but it's worth noting for everybody. We talked about the fact that this game normally played a little bit, you know, teams are a little bit tight. Tight. Thank you. That's the, the lights be- hit them. That's right. Like Mike. being arrested when the look. That's when the you're best being way chased to put it. by the cops, you don't panic. Okay, until the blue lights go reflect off the building. Right. Then, then you stop. That's the best analogy. <laughs> yeah. So, result of the first drive, people. Punt is plus 110. Obviously, that's going to be the favorite, but it's still plus money. Offensive touchdown is about two and a half to one. Field goal attempt is plus 375. Other is four, uh, plus 450. In the last 10 Super Bowls, the opening drive of the game has resulted in a punt six times. Six out of the 10, 60%. The other outcomes have been two field goals, an interception, and a safety in that Seahawks uh, Broncos Super Bowl. The last time the opening drive or the opening possession of the Super Bowl resulted in a touchdown was Devin Hester in Super Bowl 41. That's 15 years ago. And in fact, it's only happened four times in Super Bowl history. So if you want some plus money, uh, look at punt how, as the result of the first drive. How plus funny is it that Devin Hester might never make the Hall of Fame because he did something that only Gale Sayers I saw could do. I mean, make the kickoff return. I mean, Gale averaged 32 yards a kickoff return, crazy. which is crazy. And, crazy. and Hester was just a little below that. But you take away the kickoff return and the punt return for the most part in the NFL. And yet, the 2006 Bears, would you say, made it because of Devin Hester and a good defense? Huge part. Without I mean, Devin in on. that defense, there's no way, of course. Right, yeah, but right. Devin Hester put up the points because yeah. you had Rex and you, had, you didn't have the greatest yeah. Uh, all-around team on offense, and you—if you—if he makes the Hall of Fame, I mean, there's see to me 
the biggest mistake they made was get rid of the kickoff and punt return. It was like getting rid of the triple in baseball. I don't think there's there's still injuries, and you still have kickoff returns. I'd like to see it move back because that was the most exciting play in football. They got sued in a concussion lawsuit, so they changed uh, the rules. They don't want to get uh, sued again. Uh, when we come back, Jim Miller's know. got ponies, and then we're going to give you our best plays. More to do. Don't go anywhere, folks. We are The Odds Couple, presented by You're Prop. listening to The Odds Couple. With Mike North and Carmen, Carmen DeFalco. DeFalco. On Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN 1000. Entering the home stretch on this edition of The Odds Couple, Super Bowl 57 edition. It's been so much fun. We got best play still to give you, and it's time for some ponies with one of the best handicappers in the country, the expert handicapper from Hawthorne Racecourse. You follow him on Twitter. He is at Hawthorne Jim, and he joins us every week. Jim Miller. Jimmy! Boys, it's a great weekend. The points bet sports books are going to be hopping. We have four locations. They will be open throughout the course of the game. So if you want to get your wagers in ahead of time, you can do so. But the live action is always so much fun, too, and you can usually find some value there. You have a team that you like and the other team scores first, maybe bet them on the live line and see what you can catch, but it should be a really fun weekend. And the cash-out options are great. I mean, I do it all the time as someone who uses the PointsBet app. They've got the kiosks at all the locations too, right, Jimmy? I mean, you can be literally depositing and hopefully withdrawing money uh, lightning quick. And and that's the thing. It's just ease, and that's what you want. And there are multiple kiosks, so you don't have to walk up to a window to place those wagers. You can go to any of the kiosks and do so. And all these locations are really comfortable. It's huge TVs. There's food and beverage service. It's a great way to just kind of spread out with a group of friends and enjoy the game. If you don't want to do so at home, you can go right there and then place the wagers throughout the course of the game. You know, Jimmy, I mean, uh, the race track is is great, and what you guys have done is phenomenal, and the gambling has just added an attraction to it. Are there any prop bets that you put up? I've tried to advise you on this for the last couple of years. I don't know if you listen to me or not. Who's going to win the third race and then MVP? Maybe you parlay those, but maybe you couldn't. Maybe the racing board won't let you. Are there regulations for doing stuff like that, interchanging football maybe in the book and having it part? with the with with horse racing yeah and here's the thing like currently there are are regulations and legislation against it but here's the thing that's interesting you're starting to see some of these different sites that are crossing over Mm -hmm. into the horse racing aspect so you know it's just around the corner i mean one at one of those sites for example FanDuel and FanDuel racing down in collinsville illinois is the namesake there but they do offer the ability to wager on horses so i think this is very close and it could be something where you're trying to figure out, okay, take the combined numbers of the horses that won race three compared yep. to the points mm. put up by the Eagles or yeah. some along those lines because you know how many props there's going to be. I mean, oh. it's the coin toss. Is there a touchback? My favorite prop, guys, is picking whichever quarterback I think is going to win and betting the over on the amount of rushing attempts because a kneel down counts as a rushing yes, attempt. Absolutely. I did last year on Stafford, yep. but I love that wager because it's something that keeps you in the game all the way to the end, too. Yep. I think it's a great point. Uh, Do the big, like, 50-point derby preps start in the next couple of weeks? Are there any this weekend, or are those still a couple of weeks away, Jimmy? So so we actually have three derby preps, but these are 20-pointers and a 10-pointer. So we're just a couple of weeks away from the 50s, but we're starting to creep a little bit closer. So here's the three races we have for this weekend. Again, they're all derby preps this weekend. So start at Tampa Bay Downs, race number 10. This is a 20-point derby prep. We're going to bet the nine, champion's dream across the board. It's a well-regarded two-year-old that'll get pace to chase. And then we're going to bet these next two horses just to win. 
Race number nine at Aqueduct. This is the Withers Stakes. Bet the one, Arctic Arrogance to win. And then go to Golden Gate, race number eight. This is the El Camino Real. We're going to bet the one, Gilmore to win and see if we can build up that bankroll and get ready for Super Bowl Sunday. All right, everybody, three races for Saturday. And like Jimmy said, hopefully uh, these all do well for us and we just uh, add a little bit more to the pool for Sunday's Super Bowl betting. Tampa Bay Downs on Saturday, race 10, the nine horse across the board. Aqueduct, uh, the nine race, the one horse just to win, and then Golden Gate, race eight, the one horse to win. Is that right, Jim? That's right, boys. Let's make some money and have a great Sunday. Sounds great. Thanks, Jimmy. Enjoy the game. Got it, guys. Good luck. Jimmy! There's our guy Jim Miller every week with us here on the Odds Couple presented heard, by Prop Swap. I heard a prop bet that I, I, I can't. I don't know if it's the odds or not, because if you're looking for a, one specific prop bet that you might have heard on radio or TV, mm-hmm. you're going to look for hours. Yeah. Because there's like 10,000 of them. But 65 to 1, I thought I heard, if the punter or kicker tackles the runner Ooh, on a kickoff on or a punt kickoff return. On a kickoff or punt return? I like that. I, I sort of like that one. Eh, why not you know? for 65 to 1? Put I, I, five I bucks might on have, it. Maybe it was 16 to 1. I don't know. I don't All know. I know is if you folks find that, I'm going to look for it. That's awesome. And, you know, and then, yeah, they got everything now. Everything. I think it's too much. It's crazy. It, it makes your head spin. It really it does. does. <laughs> uh, it is too much. With I the- finally got old nap down. They bring in new map. I know, Where am right? I going over I know. Here? All right, so let's do it, Mike. Let's give out some best plays that we really like for Super okay. Bowl 57. Listen, folks. You've been with us for four years going on five. There's a reason we're successful. Because even though we may like something one way, we do our homework. I heard the great Walters, uh, 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 the, the great gambler out in Las Vegas, uh, say that he's still not done. It was Wednesday. I haven't been done until, like, last night. Mm. And I'll be honest with you. I don't like what I have to pick. And that's the way I've been successful. Because if you like what you pick, sometimes, most of the time, you're in trouble. I'm taking the Eagles. And I've been riding the Chiefs. The Eagles come up with almost every type of situation I have with my system. I was stunned. I was shocked. And you know what? I'll take them with the points, maybe the money line. Eagles minus one and a half. Yep. And maybe even a minus one. What's the money line on Minus 120. Eagles are minus 120 on the money line. You know, I mean, really, they want Kansas City. They want Mahomes. They want you to make money. Really? 110 plus 120 for Mahomes? Hmm, Okay. I'm taking the Eagles. I'll tell everybody this, which which if you pick a team to win, if you like a team one way or another, yep. back that up with the time of possession prop. Great point. Wow. Be- right? Because and I'll, and, and I'll give you the historical stat, just because I do think it matters. I love here, historical stats. The winner of the Super Bowl uh-huh. has also won the time of possession in 43 of the 56 games. That's 76% of the time. The Super Bowl winner also has more time of possession. So back it up. If you like the Chiefs, that's even better because you're going to get plus money on it. If you like the Eagles, you are going to lay a little bit of money on that, but it's not crazy. I think it was minus 125. That's not bad. I think, so it's not crazy. And if it's a close game, and even if the Chiefs lose, you could end up outgaining on the yards. Yes, so that's one thing to remember. Mm -hmm. Find your team and then also back it. If you're going to make a money line bet especially, also back it up with the time of possession prop. I've got an Eagle... That uh, uh, whose prop I really like, actually, Mike. Okay. And it's going to be, we talked about how great they are running the football. And 
Miles Sanders has been their bell cow, obviously. You're talking about him like he's Peyton, man. I'll tell you what. I like Miles Sanders anytime touchdown. It's plus 120. You're going to get plus money there. I also like Kenneth Gainwell's over receiving yards. It's 10 and a half. Now, you are going to lay a little juice here. Over is minus 125. He has more targets and more catches this year than their bell cow running back, Miles Sanders. I could see them using him in the screen game, and if he pops really one big one or even two, I think going over 10.5, getting 11 uh, rushing, excuse me, receiving yards won't be a problem for Kenneth Gainwell. So a couple of the running back props that I like for the Eagles are the Sanders anytime touchdown plus 120 and the Gainwell over receiving yards just 10.5 minus 125. That's awesome. So you got two picks for this. You got Sanders plus the 120. And Gainwell, uh, which is great, uh, it, you got two picks. You're not picking the game, are you? I like Kansas City. I'm not going to give it out as a best play. I'll right. just tell everybody. Just a lean. I, I, yeah, just a lean. I, I did play Kansas City money line at, uh, at even money. That's um, I think this is going to be a great and close and competitive game. I really yeah, I do, do too. I only got the one pick, but I'll be on at 148 with the total. Oh, I game, like it, ladies I like and gentlemen, it. Uh, at one forty-eight today. Uh, so the podcast should be up. It'll be up. Then. Yep. And then, uh, believe me, the total—it's an automatic. This is my strongest play. Oh, I love I it. I wish I could give it on the. Oh, what the? No, I better not. I'm gonna wait. He's gonna save it for the uh, for the bonus. I love it. I love it. And uh, we got Biggie Eric Ostrowski back. It's great to have Eric back. Then they got to listen to Carmen and Yurko's podcast at the one o'clock hour. That's exactly right. That's it. E, any plays that you like for the weekend? No? All right. He just no, says just whatever you guys get, say. He's got to get new diapers. He's got things going on. The crib's got to be put together in the like, crib. He's like, I can't. You know, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, he I, doesn't know what day it is. The kid didn't cry last night. He's throwing a party because of that. He's got pay, grants. paying for diapers and onesies. He can't be back I was going to go into business as a professional baby crier for people that wanted to get used to it <laughs> before they had the baby. <laughs> you, know, every, you know, every hour, <laughs> you pay me, I sit in another room. I love that business yeah. plan. All right, we thank Eric Ostrowski for producing the show. Thanks to Jim Miller. Thanks to Luke Pergandy. Everybody enjoy Super Bowl 57. Mike and I, uh, just because football season ends, that doesn't no. mean we end. We're back no. next week with everybody, and we'll start talking hoops and spring training and all that kind of fun stuff. But enjoy the game, Mikey, and we'll see you next week. So long, everybody. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeValco and Mike Norris on ESPN 1000.